We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode number 16 of the New York Sports Exchange, and I am dead. I am mentally and emotionally drained after last night's Ranger game. The Rangers lost in triple overtime to the Pittsburgh Penguins. We will get to hockey later with our good friend Jake Jake Soretsky. We got a lot to talk about, though. NBA playoffs are in full swing. The Yankees are the best team in baseball. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yankees are the best team in baseball. The Mets, eh. Number two. Number two. A solid number two. And uh, what else we got? Oh, the the draft. The, the Jets, man. Oh, my God. Is it a great time to be a new <laughs> What a draft, Joe Douglas. You have done yourself. I have never been happier to go nine and eight. So this is going to be a great season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, most wins you guys have had in a while. And speaking of never been and speaking of Joe's Joe Shane, I'd say he had a pretty good draft. Getting getting two pretty good football players. Two pretty two pretty good players. But anyway, let's jump right to it. NBA playoffs. The so we're now down to eight teams each, four from each conference. We have the Sixers and the Heat, the Mavs, the Suns, Bucks, Celtics, Warriors, Grizzlies. Both the Warriors, both series for the Bucks, Celtics, and the Warriors, Grizzlies are tied at one apiece. So, Tim, I want your thoughts after Game One from each series, and I want your thoughts from after Game Two from those two series that I just met, mentioned, oh, yeah. because oh, we didn't get to Game One. Yeah, I want to bring up game one first of the Boston-Milwaukee series. First, it, it just after that first game, it kind of looked like, wow. I mean, the Celtics, they, they weren't great. When I was watching them play, they really special. Uh, Giannis kind of bullied them, and he took over. And, you know, I saw a stat line. They were what they only took, like, pointers. They were really only shooting threes, which is kind of ridiculous. You're not going to win basketball games like that, but... Yeah, after that first game, it just looked like, you know, the series was kind of going to be a wash and then bounce back, going to the next one. It's the complete opposite. Giannis kind of got shut down. The whole Bucks team really didn't produce, and we got a 1-1 series, which, you know, it's going to be interesting because uh, these are two really good basketball teams, and if I was going to put money on who's going to come out of the Eastern Conference, I think it's going to be one of these two. So it's going to be fun to watch the rest of the series. They're kind of figuring out each other, and I think game three is going to be much more exciting than one and two. Um, Warriors-Grizzly series. Oh my God! Is this going to be the most exciting series? It's going. It's going to seven. Like this it's, is it, uh, it's going to seven. This is unbelievable. I. It's just John Morant, Steph Curry. I mean, this is just back and forth basketball, constantly high scoring for one player's individually. Um, and it's just fun to watch. It's really fun to watch John Morant play basketball, and it's really fun to play. So, I, I I can't give you. I don't know who has the advantage in the series. I really. I have Jaw, and, yeah. and we know Jaw is that guy. He can continue to put up 50 points a game. So if he can stay consistent and, you know, Dylan Brooks doesn't get ejected, um, they, I, I don't know. I give the Grizzlies a fair <laughs> shot. I think they can win the series. I really do. So. I, it's, it's anyone's game at this point, but I feel like after game one, by the way, I feel bad for Warriors minus two betters in game one. <laughs> oh, boy. Clay missing those two free throws. Luckily enough, I was a Warriors money line better, so I you were I sweating out. that one out. You were I was, sweating that one out. I was I was studying for one of my finals. I was 
and I just took a little break, saw that there was a minute left. It was a tie game. And I was like, you know what? All right, I got to check this out. And I was, whew, that was, that was a tough game to sweat out, but I'm was very happy about the outcome. But I do think that this series is going to seven. I, I really do with, of course, you got the Warriors who are now like the Patriots where like you can't count them out in the playoffs. And get now you got, yeah, they get better with age. And then you got the Grizzlies who are, this is Jaws' first playoff appearance. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so. I think this is the Grizzlies' first playoff appearance. I mean, this is a young team. This is a very young basketball team. And their their whole lineup, I don't know who who killed this guy in this team. I can't even, I can't, I can't even think of one. I don't like they're like, like Kyle the Anderson, veteran, 28. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like the one veteran that like I can like really think of the two now, now that you mention him is Kyle Anderson and Tyus Jones. Like, but, but even then they're, they're still really young guys. They're not even 30. Oh, I don't know if they have a Steven, a- Steven Adams. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steven yeah, Adams. Yeah. But like, but again, more, yeah, this is a young basketball team. These are guys that have more, and watching this like two-headed monster of Jaron Jackson and John Moran is just fun to watch. That motherfucker could not miss in game no. one. Tough oh game too. Oh my god. He had a tough he game too, but I mean Ja. Ja just pulled his weight in game two. I mean 47 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, fifteen for thirty-one. So I mean Yeah, that's that's on game. I don't know. This is this is gonna be like like I said, so back and forth. You just don't know. You really don't know. Yeah, you it's don't. gonna go to seven. Go to seven. I do want to get to the Celtics Bucks series game one? I bet the total team under for the Bucks and it hit. So thank you Celtics defense. But other, I think that was the only win that they got in my book because my God, did they look terrible, horrible, horrible. I get. I. I it ain't the Nets. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it I ain't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, I mean, they brought him back game too, but just, I mean, it's it's the three the amount of three pointers they took is just abysmal. I mean, they took fifty three pointers, yeah. and they made eighteen of them. Like, it why? Happen. I know if you're gonna shoot threes, you gotta make them, and you know maybe stick to getting the ball inside the arc because this just wasn't working out. They shot what thirty three percent from the field. I mean, that's just not. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's go not. That's not good. No, and then you that's go, not good. then you, you go to game two and they looked like a completely different team. I think Grant Williams is now the honest stopper. Like, <laughs> like yeah, this is just this is what happened. Like it's just a complete turnaround. Like I mean, I guess that it's just basketball. I guess they made a few adjustments, but they just they looked so much better. Tatum looked more comfortable. Jalen Brown. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a completely different game. And like you said, I mean, Grant Williams, what a game. Oh, my Grant God. Williams, the, and, like, the crazy thing is, like, he was doing the same thing to Kevin Durant in game four. Yeah. And you <laughs> know what? He, he shot the ball. He went six and nine from three. 13 from the field. 21 points, five rebounds, two assists. I mean, and that, and if you look at this bench, <laughs> this bench for uh, the Celtics, they barely touched the floor. It was just Peyton Pritchard oh, yeah. and, and Williams. The fact that I mean these other stats are ridiculous. It, it was it was two minutes for every other guy. Nick Stauskas got out there, but <laughs> I mean it was just it was just a great. I mean that was just a, a completely different game. Completely different game. It's that my favorite. Although he did get dropped, Grayson Allen got dropped by Jalen Brown. That was that was. Uh, I 
hate <laughs> Grayson Allen. I don't know how you like I that love... scumbag. What do you mean? You're, you're saying like that I'm like stuck that I have to no, I choose to root for like Kyrie Irving went to Duke and I hate him. I hate him because he left. I love I <laughs> like there's is it like I'm I'm sorry. Like he's yeah, the jet. He's, he's a douchebag. He's not a douchebag oh, but... in my eyes. <laughs> you know, going going into these two other series, the Sixers Heat, Maverick Suns. Um yes. It's a, I, it's going to be a this Maverick Suns. No, it's series. not going to be competitive. <laughs> no, I had shootout. I you know what I think really the problem is for the Mavs is Luca isn't a two way player. He's just not yeah, a good defensive no. basketball player, and that's going to hurt them because if even they still lost, like you have to think about that. If the guy's putting up forty five and you don't win, he needs I don't, a, I don't. That's just bad. He needs <laughs> a supporting cast. I feel I know, like. I'm, Dinwiddie isn't. I mean, Dinwiddie's good, but he's not good enough to be like that second star. And like, yeah, and yeah, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. He's a he's Jalen Brunson. He, I mean, he's no. Hey, hey Jalen Brunson was a national player of the year in college, so I wouldn't. I, yeah, I but wanna, he, he only, I mean, he only had thirteen points. He went six or sixteen shooting. He's got. Yeah. They're gonna win the game. You know, they got another guy because again, supporting cast was. It was wasn't great. I mean, the supporting cast actually, was Porzingis, and then they traded him away. Yeah, well, Maxi Kleber actually was their second t- best scorer in the in that game against Phoenix. He had 19, but I I don't know. I don't know this this fe- I just think I and I like I Phoenix team. I think is pretenders. I've been I said it earlier. I think they're gonna really. Beat on, I think they're gonna beat up on these teams. But when, once it gets to, I don't think they're gonna win the NBA finals. I think it's gonna come out of the East. I think they played if they played the Celtics or the Bucks, they would get stomped. I know they're a deep team, like really, like they're like six guys that can consistently put up 15 plus points which is so hard to stop but yeah. i again like you saw what Evan Booker as an off night i don't like this yeah. team things things kind of fall off the hinges a little bit and uh i'm not a huge chris paul at the moment oh, i love uh, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. nothing no hate to chris paul no hate to chris paul but i just think his down a little bit and sometimes he could be on sometimes he could be off so i don't think dallas really has a shot in this series i'm going to be quite yeah, honest yeah no this and just, speaking of speaking of series where no one has a shot, the Heat and the Sixers. Oh, God, this is gonna be Tyler no Embiid with no Embiid and Tyler Hero. Just I know, and like James, Harden, night. I guess James Harden just is this the James Harden we're gonna see for the rest of, the, of his career? Is this what we're gonna see? It's like, just he's not the guy anymore. I don't know what his issue is. He's, I don't know. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey looks like a better basketball player than him. Like I, I don't know. And yeah, like that's like the thing though with, like, I just I don't see Harden being like, I I don't see Harden being like the guy that he was in Houston, in, well yeah Houston, but like, I'm trying to name off like other things, but I can't. But I just feel like he's not. I, just don't, I don't know. He's not what he's he's not what he's used to be. What he used no, to be. he's not. And I don't know why it's such a steep drop off because like. You know, when you saw him playing Brooklyn, awful. Like when he played, he was playing pretty good basketball. Especially he was yeah. he was sharp. And now I look, and DeAndre Jordan is, oh, like he's just. Did terrible. you see what? Did you see what Doc Rivers said? <laughs> what he said? We're just, he's our guy. We're just gonna stick with him, no matter like. He, he's whatever. like he's our guy. We're gonna stick with him, whether you like it or not. <laughs> like that's what he basically said. <laughs> If that's your guy, God bless you, because he was terrible. <laughs> he was <laughs> awful. 
And and <laughs> I mean, Pam out of bio just completely destroyed him. Like, yeah, just like they're just out. It's just an outclassing of everyone. Like, it's I not know. like it really is. And like Tyler Hero, twenty five points. Like they were, you know, it was terrible. Victor Oladipo was awful, but that's a that's another guy. But I mean, this this Heat team is just. I think they're gonna stomp through them, and especially without Embiid. I think he goes five, maybe. Yeah, it could. It could be a gentleman sweep, but like, I just, I it don't just see. Look good. DeAndre it, it, Jordan it, it is just so them. bad. <laughs> they need Embiid. Like, they really do, and, and you know what? Well, I, I guess we'll see tonight because I think if it if it's another showing like it was last, I don't really see them. Maybe they steal one. Maybe if they could, but I just I don't see it. And unless unless Luca was fifty tonight, if you're a betting man. Because this isn't gonna, you know, this yeah, isn't really gonna not, go the way you think. It's and maybe, go good. maybe take the over. Maybe I don't really know. I'm, I'm take. I would take Phoenix money line completely. Phoenix, I mean, they're six point favorites. Maybe I'll even take. The, maybe I'll maybe take, even there's, there's, maybe take the six point favorite because I really don't think Doncic scores sixty points. I do not see this Mavericks team winning unless they have like that unsung yeah. hero. Like that, that crazy like they, game. I, I I don't know. I just I, I don't. The, I'm checking the odds right now. Oh, Suns money line is minus two sixty. Yeah, and so for you, good reason. I would yeah. I would put maybe put the house on that one because this is just <laughs> the good. over. The over under is two sixteen and a half, and the spread is has changed now to six and a half. I'd maybe touch the over. I could. Yeah. You want to hear? The okay. Over might look good. We're we're gonna jump. The worst bet I put on last night. I took oh, terrible bets. This is some. Pathetic. I saw that you no, texted no, no. that in the in our even, group chat, and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, no, not even that one. I got something to say after that. Okay, so I had I had the Predators money line last night, and I was like, you know what? Maybe they'll maybe they'll rally without Soros. Maybe maybe they'll rally. It was. Four nothing. Ten minutes into the game, it was like five nothing in the first period. Yeah, it's ten minutes. Ten so, minutes it's, in the first if, three minutes, it was two nothing. In the first if three, if the Preds ended up winning, I would have called you a genius. But yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That, that that's not even that bad. So I I also was like, you know, what? I got to make some money back. I threw twenty five uh, over. They won one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, it, was it was five and a half. It's a playoff game. Dude. I mean, Dallas, that was awful. That was I terrible. Am, I did better in hockey bets than you. That and was I put bad. the Rangers to, to win. I had Kreider scoring a goal. Well, the night before, I had a lot. I had, I had, the night before, I was on fire with the Kings game. The Kings. Was, oh. oh. Kings. Thank you. Thank you, Mike Smith. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Money line. I had Kings over. I had uh, Kings scoring. It was just everything was hitting, and bless yeah, you, LA Kings. Like 30, 40 bucks after that. Oh, I am now down money, and we're gonna we're gonna try and regroup later in the week. <laughs> not touching anything hey. tonight. Hey, it's not an addiction if you're winning. Oh, so well, we're not touching. We're not touching anything today. I'm not touching. No pick. Wow. And that bait. Oh, and so it's say, all and me the account. It's all me on New York Sports Saint, Exchange gambling. Oh, the Saint the Saint Louis Cardinals can just. Oh yeah. They are, Eating me, I gotta stop touching them. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah, those odds are not. They're not and, good. All right. Oh look, they're up ten nothing today. They lost like fifteen nothing. <laughs> kidding me? Like it's just right. so, so stupid. So speaking, speaking of baseball, 
the New York Yankees are the best team in baseball. Let's by, go. Oh, they've won 11 straight. They just dropped the lineup, and it's not – it's pretty good. It's a pretty good lineup, I'd say. LeMahieu's playing. It's, it's LeMahieu, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Hicks. Gallo's back in the lineup after missing two games with that weird groin injury, which was odd. And then we got Connor Falefa and Higashioka behind the plate with Nasty Nestor on the mound. Sounds like it's a great to, lineup for today. It's it's hard to believe two weeks ago I was sitting here going on an absolute rant on Garrett Cole and the entire organization basically just saying, like, they're not capable enough to win. Like, they're not – like Then maybe they heard us. They heard us. They must have. They must have. They must have heard us. Because Garrett Cole, ever since I shit on him, he's thrown two consecutive games with six or seven shutout innings. And then, like, Anthony Rizzo is possibly an MVP. I wouldn't really. Early early candidate. Early candidate. Early candidate for MVP. Aaron Judge is playing up to the standards that he qualified himself to. When he rejected that contract offer, he was like, you know what? I'm going to bet on myself. And he did. Yeah. And it, it's probably going to work out. Isaiah Connor falef is a hitting machine. DJ LeMahieu, it, it, last year was a fluke for DJ. He was playing hurt. He's back. He's been incredible. Like, the pitching's been phenomenal. The bullpen's been great. Like, what else? What more do you want? And we're a win away from sweeping our division rivals. Like, Music it's my, my it's it's mind blowing. <laughs> it is absolutely mind blowing. Like they had a big like to go over the royal the when would we when did we last pick up? Was the I know the Royal series was the weekend. It was the right after the Guardian series, right? So did it go the Guardians and the, no, I'm trying to or think. No, I think it was right after the or it might have been mid Orioles. Uh, oh, so yeah, they played the Orioles. So I know people are shitting on the Yankees for, yeah, you've won eight. Yeah, like I know you've won like eight straight or whatever, but you've beat shitty teams. I mean, I know the NL, I know the AL Central is awful. I think that I think the winner of that division is winning less than 85 games. And I truly mean it because <laughs> that's like, that's awful. Yeah. Like it, it's not good. And then. The Orioles, like as 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 we said, when they blew that series to the when they blew that series to the Orioles, Easter weekend, like they got to beat up on these shitty teams, and they did. They swept the Orioles, the Royals too. Pretty shitty team. They fucking beat on them too. Like the Sunday game, the the Sunday game against the Royals, they were down. What was it? Four. They were down four one. Yeah. Down four to one. like in the fourth inning, Sevy didn't really have his best stuff. I'm telling you right now, if that was 2021, the Yankees lose that game. The Yankees lose that game. And they come back. Clark Schmidt pitched phenomenal out of the bullpen. They Chapman gave him started coming alive. And- Judge hit two home runs. Like yeah. it like it, it's great. And then the the win on Monday was a was a great win. Glaber, Glaber's been playing phenomenal. Like it seems like it's a good issue to have if you're Aaron Boone where oh, yeah. you don't know who to play or who – I guess I don't think he's playing today. You think they but, might end up using him as trade bait close to the I don't deadline? think so. I don't, I don't think, think so either. I don't think so. But I don't know. Who knows? Depends where, I mean, it depends I mean, where they're, they're at. at. Yeah. Well, it depends where I they're mean, at. 
again, this is really early. We're talking like yeah, it's May. <laughs> yeah, I, again, this is <laughs> it's, you guys are sounding like Mets fans right now, right? We got. <laughs> oh, wait, hold you know, up. What's up? You, you, before we go any further, may the fourth be with you. Oh yes. yeah, happy May the Fourth, happy Star Wars Day, yeah. <laughs> happy Star Wars Day. But then, like the win yesterday, they had that six-run seventh inning where, yeah, Marwin Gonzalez did get tagged out, but I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining either. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not complaining, and that just led to an absolute onslaught. It was a great, and it started with that Judge home run off Manoa because I honestly thought, like, as soon as Bichette hit that. Hit that single to give him the one nothing lead. I'm like, yep. With the way Manoa's pitching right now, and they never hit Manoa at all. It with the way Manoa's been pitching, it's probably going to be a one nothing shutout. And then Judge put up a phenomenal at bat. Was down three two, worked to a full count, and hit a bomb into left field. And also, I do want to say some things are bigger than sports. Shout Canadians are nice. Shout out to the guy that gave the Aaron Judge kid. Oh the yeah, I saw that. I was I was just going to say that Stan. Some things. Yeah. I, I, it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful bigger, moment. Bigger than baseball. Lost. Bigger than yeah. baseball. It, it's bigger than baseball. Every truly amazing. I yeah, but to, today's a big big night for the Yankees. A weaker pitchers on the mound too. You say Kikuchi, who's got like a over five ERA, and I, I think I, it, things are looking up in the Bronx. Let, I'll just I'll just put it that way. Things I mean, even very like, even even if we lose today, like I'm still very happy with taking two of three from the Blue Jays. Oh yeah, very happy about that. And it's like the thing is, like when they went on that run last year, like in the middle of August, like it was, you kind of like, you kind of felt iffy. It, it, like you felt good, like yeah, we won. Like how much did they win? Like 13 straight or something. Yeah, like it was that? 13 straight, but then they lost the, like 11 straight right after. Yeah, like it was, like it was just, it was not. It wasn't good. And like I said in the offseason, like they made these changes. Like I know they didn't get the big guy like Story, Correa, Olsen, Freeman. But hey, I will totally take Rizzo with how he's playing right now. Oh, with how he's playing right now. But like I guess I just – I guess we just had to trust the process and they did. (laughs) Look how it's working out. All right, all right. (laughs) Like that's the th- like I'm very happy with the way this team's been producing, the way that they've fought through adversity and all. The- like, I'm. It's very it, like, as I said before, this shit would not be happening last year. Oh, There's no way. No way. And I mean, no Yankees way. are one, but Tim Mets are two. Yeah, you want to head over to Queens, talk a little Mets yeah. baseball. Queens I mean, baseball. Well, today is just, and this has been a, a story of entire Mets since I've been born and a Mets fan. Oh my god. It- atrocious they needed to figure <laughs> some things out i mean this is terrible veto and i'm just talking strictly today because it is the middle of the oh, eighth yeah. inning it, it and when and tyler mcgill goes five innings nine strikes and then you know he he blows up a little bit only lets up three runs and then you bring in out of veto and then he lets in three runs and then you bring in trevor williams and he just literally blows up lets in Sitting at nine one. I mean, this is just it's the story of how Mets lose games. It's the bullpen, but you know what? You want to go with yesterday? They had better. Carrasco pitched amazing. Carrasco pitched really well. Fantastic. Cookie has been fantastic, and the fact that we got Francisco Lindor and Carrasco for a bag of balls and a guy who swings at every single pitch, I'm feeling pretty happy with oh, yeah. how the Mets are looking right now. They're going to be eighteen and nine, which is fine. It's better than what I expected them to be, to be quite honest with you, but. 
as we're rolling right now. The East and the West Coast look like the two best coasts for baseball right now. Yeah, L.A. and New York are ruling the league right now. I know. It's fantastic to watch. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And I don't know. I'm just it's exciting to watch, especially now. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be more oh, interesting than it was even last year. Go. Last year's was great. I know. I'm go. trying to look at tickets. We have to. Oh, we got to go. So down. That would be awesome. Yeah. We got. I said this before. We have to do one game, like one day. Like the Yankees play, like in like the Yankees or Mets play in the afternoon, and the other plays like at night. Like we should do like one game, we sit with the bleacher creatures, and then like the other game, like we sit with the seven line. I listen. I'll do anything. I I want to go to game this year. I want to watch the Mets and Yankees rivalry. Should be a good good matchup, especially because now they're both good. Yeah, they're in Queens in July, and then they're in the Bronx in August. Oh, sweet. I mean, even mm-hmm. even the the Angels Dodgers series because that's a, that's a rivalry already. That's going to be even oh god yeah. really good too. Oh yeah, even the Giants Dodgers series is yeah. Still, San Francisco oh, is still. Speaking Jason of San Francisco, Vosler. shout out to Jason Vosler who hit two home two home runs in the two One days six. splashdown home run too. The first home, the first home run hit in the McCovey Cove this season belongs to Rockland County's own Jason Vosler. And I do like, oh my God, I turned on the game on Apple TV on Friday. Uh, yeah, on Friday night. And so, as soon as I turned it on, I saw a shot in the center field. I was like, no way. There's no way. There's no way. And I just pure joy and jubilation coming out of, coming out of our end. I, unreal. The first hit since he interviewed us was a home run. <laughs> I think Stan cried a little bit, but yeah, it's yeah, pretty I think cool. It did. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I um, did. I wanted. I, I had something on my mind. I was looking at some baseball stats earlier. I just want to ask you guys, what has been, I like surprising stat or it thing that like surprising stat from a player or surprising player or something you've seen just like this year. You know, whether it's good, whether it's bad, like something that's surprised you. I mentioned it before, but the AL Central is, is just so bad. <laughs> like that's honestly, like that's what's super, like, and it's like I knew they were bad last year, but like this is a new level of just terrible. Like the White Sox look awful. The Guardians are they? The Guardians had a good start to the year, and then they got swept by the Yankees. So then it turned into kind of like, all right, what do we do now? thing is so surprising is when I look at that lineup, it's just, I mean, that, that looks like yeah. the lineup is really good. Smash the ball. Tim Anderson. Hit a- I think like the only good team is the twins, but they have actually, they aren't the, even the twins good. Are good. They're 15 yeah, and no, nine, they're, but like they're sneaky good, but yeah. But like, you know, when you're still the twins, uh, yeah, they have a, that's fair. Once, a once who, Gary Sanchez comes back, yeah. then, like, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> down call. Uh, Tom, would, yeah. I, I would say um Stephen Kwan. Oh yeah. What was it? He um it was like 159 straight pitches that like um that he swung at and made contact with. Yeah, that's wild. He's been crazy. He's been fantastic. You know, yeah. um I don't know if you guys know, uh, Marcus Simeon is batting 163. Oh yeah, he's, he's like a negative he's like a negative point one war or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he has been so atrocious. Like he's Who's looking at the Rangers team? He has probably been one of their worst players. If not, that's like crazy right too. Yeah. He's been terrible. So I get yeah. So I mean, it seems like last year was just one of those 
insane I, years for players. You know what? And it, I know. And you know, when he was said he had your most by any second baseman ever. He has in 92 plate appearances zero this year. So, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who has a complete downfall right now, and it's just turned it completely turned. And he's looking more like it's like a Cody Bellinger type thing right now. I mean, he just looks awful. Yeah, speaking of Cody Bellinger, like literally just <laughs> straight off a cliff. Yeah, speaking of Cody Bellinger, he just uh, <laughs> it's, oh it's sad to see, man. It's what awful. is he batting at? Like, awful. Or I mean, he's terrible. Him and Yelich both. And those are MVP just, candidates just like three years ago. That was the greatest MVP race I think we've seen in a long time. Bad. I mean, oh, it was like, unreal. Like, what is he? Two oh three. It's just not good. Not. He swings at everything. Yeah. I mean, it's four home runs, but like, it's still, it's come on. That's just a little bit. A little more. It's, I mean, Bobby Witt Jr. had his first home run. Oh yeah, that's last right. night. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! How did he hit that so, one? Yo, did you see Bader though? Like three inches low. What's up? Did you see Bader fucking threw it in like the fountain? Did he actually? It, 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 he didn't know. It like it came. It like trickled back onto the field, and Bader kind of like threw it into the. Uh, well, waterlogged home run. No way. <laughs> I mean, well, they got to know where it is. Yeah, at least they, they knew where it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he at least it's not lost. Cole pulled a scumbag and threw it over the. Uh, uh, the wall. What a douchebag he is! Oh my god. Oh he. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention Trevor Bauer is suspended for two years, rightfully two so. Two years. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should have been in prison, but you know that's just me. What a fucking douchebag. I never liked him. I don't think I ever will. Uh, this guy's a scumbag, scum of the earth type guy. So he got what he deserved, and uh, I hope he never pitches again. Yeah. Uh, he. He should. probably won't. Honestly, yeah, really. No, no team. No team would want. Maybe like, the Cowboys. Yeah. That publicity, maybe the Cowboys. <laughs> although the Yankee, although the Yankees do employ two wife beaters on their pitching staff, but yeah, who knows? Marcelo Zuna still got a job. Yeah, Marcelo Zuna somehow still has a yeah. job. Like that's... He, he got hit with like a, a a soap dish, just like ceramic soap. Yeah, with it. Yeah, like I mean, that's just a mess. It's mind blowing. It's just mind blowing. Okay, so we hockey our Grant, interview yeah, with with Quinnipiac Quinnipiac. University writer, hockey writer, James Zarensky. Jake Zarensky. Zarensky. See, I'm trying, Jake, man. I'm no, trying. you said the last – you said James. Did I say James? Yeah, you did I say said, James. I, Jake? I'm fucking up. This, guy, this man's got sandpaper. He's got the driest – he's got sand in his mouth. He can't fucking say anything over here. Just, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> so, so, so today, Junior, and anyway – Jake Zaretsky. Thank you. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. Quinnipiac zone and Ranger fan, Jake Zaretsky. Jake, how's it going, brother? What's going on, guys? Uh, very excited to be here today. Uh, obviously, with, you know, you guys can tell. Fresh this, I, uh... the, circum- the circumstances, however. <laughs> Look, I'm, Just... listen, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm never gonna stop rocking it till the day I die. I wear I wear them on my neck every single day. So it's it's just <laughs> look. It's just you gotta. I mean, look. You look at you, you look at happened, <laughs> you look at what happened to Tampa, right? In Game One in their series, and they got yeah. shelled five nothing. And 
You know, obviously. Yeah, that got, was surprising. Yeah, you got guys like Keandre Miller and Jacob Trouba playing almost 50 minutes last night. And, you know, you got to think about what's going to, you know, take a toll there. But, you know, Gerard Gallant was very adamant about not really expecting anybody to be on the optional practice ice this morning. And the, nobody was there. It was just uh, a lot of the guys who they called up for, you know, injury sake. You know, uh, I know Brodzinski was skating this morning, Hayek and all those guys. And it's just important to get rest, move on. You got to remember that it's, you know, their series is one nothing. It's not like they... It's, it's not the end of the world. Right. It, it, it could be a lot worse. So, again, it's yeah. it was rough. It was a really, really rough time last night. Rough time waking up this morning. But... Yeah, one day to recover and then right back into it tomorrow. Right so. back to it. But, yeah, like, I I want to jump into that game last night. I mean, just to start, uh, what it was at MSG, the, the place was rocking, especially the first yeah. period because the Rangers came out flying. That first 10 minutes, the first period was completely controlled by the Rangers. I mean, they were – I mean, that fourth line with Reeves, they were just absolutely – they were really putting pressure on the Penguins. And I think, you know – and this is speaking for myself, just, you know, what I saw, uh, you look at a lot of these guys in the Rangers, they're young guys, you know, in the playoffs before, a lot of nerves get to them. They came out flying maybe a little bit too much because, you know, going in that second period, they just looked a little more flat, you know, more timid. Definitely, you know, it wasn't I kind of saw the maturity of these Penguins guys like Chris Letang, Crosby, you know, that first line for the Penguins was really showing up. So I think now, especially, you know, after game one, how long that was, you know, how they got all the nerves out, you know, all these young guys settled in and, I don't think goaltending like that's going to hold up for the Penguins much longer. So I think jumping into game two, I could definitely see the Rangers put a beating on the Penguins. Louis Deming, like who the fuck is that? Guy? <laughs> like come on. Dude, they interviewed, bro. They interviewed him at the end of the game, and they were talking about what he ate during second and third. Uh, oh yeah, I think I bro, saw. Bro, he that. had like spicy beef and like broccoli. Like, dude was having a meal during the game. I don't think I just, he's it, I mean, did anyone? I didn't get an update. Did anyone really know what happened to Casey Smith? I think it was his groin so, or something. So they said they said lower body, which is just whatever. Uh, Mike Sullivan at the press this morning said that they're going to evaluate him and they're going to evaluate Raquel. He didn't really give a lot of information, but I would expect the Smith to start tomorrow. I think they're going to want to get him in that. Obviously, Domingue's going to be ready to go if if he's got to play, but. It was it was shocking. Uh, I thought he cramped up. I thought he totally. You know, I mean, you got to think about it. What it's that, yeah. was, that was also dismissed for his playoff game. So both of them facing up to you know just just to throw it out there. Obviously, she's starting at seventy plus shots, but they even facing fifty plus, forty plus shots on a night and and playoff atmosphere intensity. It's it was crazy. So I mean, injuries yeah. like that. And it's 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 it, tough it's, because you, you you're facing like fifty plus shots, then you got to go through. A 15-minute intermission in the locker room, you know, yeah. kind of stay loose a little bit without energy, but you're going to cramp up a little bit. That's really, you know, no, going to weigh you down. Sure. No, Tim, um, I just wanted to – no, go ahead. You want to go, Stan? No, no, you go first. You go first. No, I just wanted to get back to your point about, uh, you know, how the Rangers really came out last night and just watching it and, after, you know, just kind of going on Twitter and getting everybody's input in the first intermission. It was just crazy. Like, it was – you know, I've never seen. You know, you, you. I know Stan. I'm sure you've seen all 82 games a season. And oh yeah. Wa- watching every game, there was just. There, it was like, oh my god, that's the best period of hockey we've ever played in our entire the entire season, right? So, I th- I was ready for. I was ready to like celebrate. Like I was. I was. I was feeling really good. I was. And then, t- I was getting the ticker tape out. Like I was ready. To yeah. <laughs> so no. So. No, I just I don't know. I Gallant said in the media, he's like, we're not. He's literally said like, we're not going to be able to play that way for three straight periods, and especially not for a full series. So that we got to find a way to you know be consistent throughout the entire sixty minute game. So yeah, the, I, another I, bit. Yeah, another ahead, big question mark though is uh, Lindgren. 
because yeah. he he was in and out like after like a sp- he took like a block shot right if yeah, i could yeah, be very wrong inside of the right knee yeah all right so yeah. what do you think his status is gonna be well you know you see him and see what he does you know he gets a skate to the face and he's on for the next shift he just takes a couple stitches or he's got a you know loose shoulder or come out for the next shift no problem and i think again day of recovery a lot of guys going to be icing a lot of guys going to be under those stare guns you know just a, a bunch of body recovery and i think that he's no different you know it, it was a stinger and i think that again it's you know you hopefully avoid any you know bone injury or something like that but until we get any information the, the best we can kind of say is just for him to get rest and hopefully be ready for tomorrow hopefully hopefully i do yeah. want to get to uh our boy tim here made a egregious bet last night oh, okay well, let's just forget about the predators game because i mean <laughs> i do have, I do have, I do have I, okay. tonight but i do want to hear this uh, he, right. he he took the Preds money line last night. Well, okay. Can can I give can I give reason? I know. Yeah, give me the face. Whatever you want. The look of disappointment on your face. Listen, I thought I thought maybe with with Soros out, it was gonna give the Preds a little more fuel. You know, a little more fire to the fuel. Plus, the Abs are the number one seed. They have a little pressure on their back. I thought maybe they could steal one. And after the first, feeling, how are you feeling after the first five? The first three minutes, like, the first three minutes, I would just turn the game. Like, why would I even want to watch this? It's three shots, two goals. I mean, this is just terrible. <laughs> like, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't call myself the biggest hockey fan, but like, like I, I've watched like most. I've watched most of the Ranger games this season, and like, I know enough. Like, he texted that in the it's group. Too high. The value te- is too high. He texted that in the group. Plus 290 plus 310. Yeah, it was like something crazy like that. He he texted that in the group chat, and I trust every every like (laughs) I trust the advice that Tim gives me. Like, yes, I was. I he sent Preds money line in the group chat and said, "Hear me out." I'm like, I'm not going to hear you out. You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) I'm like, it's not it's not 2017. (laughs) Like, you don't have PK Subban. You don't have last night. Last night, if you followed. Mortgage out on your house because Calgary had one nothing. I had the Calgary over. That's one nothing. I mean, this was just yeah. brutal. It yeah, for Tim yesterday, but <laughs> yeah. like but that's I, just, I, it, it was just yeah. egregious. I want to. I want to. One of these other series. Um, I thought besides that Rangers game, the most exciting game I watched was the Kings Oilers game, and I I have a future on that Kings. I just think the matchups with Kopitar and Deneau is so much like just good defensive forwards. I mean, they're such good two-way players, and that's really hard for guys. Like, I know you saw McDavid score. That was a beautiful goal, but Kopitar is built like Dreisaitl. I mean, Deneau is matching up with McDavid very well, and they, they have the speed. They have the physicality. I know this defense is a lot of rookies because they're they call a bunch of guys up, but I just love the way they play. And Jonathan Quicks, you know, he's playing great hockey right now, and I really don't trust, Mike, yeah, I don't trust Mike Smith in that as much as other people do, so... I want to hear your opinion on the series because I have Kings winning the series, and I want to hear your thoughts. Well, you started with a great point. I think Kopitar and Danelle right down the middle are one of the more underrated combos in the entire league. And, you know, Kopitar was actually a draft pick in my fantasy league because he started the year with a hat trick. He had, like, six goals and eight assists through, like, the first half of the season. He was was fantastic. So those guys are awesome. Obviously, you lose Dowdy, but you got – Guys like Sean Dersey stepping up, playing 29 minutes a night against Connor McDavid. Uh, Trevor Moore is in there, right? You know, there's guys that are just stepping up into places where it's like they're just playing solid hockey. You know, they're just got it, getting on on the shift. They're getting pucks in deep, and they're just working. It's like the Kings are kind of one of those teams that I, I have in my bracket as a very, very sneaky team to 
take down Calgary in the conference final. Oh, I would hundred percent agree. Semifinal, semifinal, semifinal. Yeah, I would hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, and I think Calgary played a. a they played the most Daryl Sutter hockey I've ever seen in my entire life last oh night. God, one. You know, he said, "What did he say in the presser when Kachuk went after uh, Raffle? He said, good. He was like, good. Go, let him go after him. It's hockey. You got to play with an edge. You got to play with passion. And I just think that's awesome. So." I don't know. I think I think looking at the games out west, you know, I, I I honestly respect your pick with the Predators. I think that they're an awesome hockey team. They got Philip Forsberg. They got without a doubt a Norris Trophy winner in Roman Yossi. And I I just think with Soros and Net, I think you're looking at a completely different series. But with Dave Riddick coming out getting sat for Connor Ingram, it's it's not looking how, too out for the Predators. How right now. terrible was he, David Riddick? I mean, that's you know what I'm not going to say it's his fault, but I mean when you start. I, because some of those goals were just how the well, Cal McCarr, Taze, I know it's a Taze had a rip. McCarr had a oh, that, that was a Taze flew in from the right side, drove yeah. in, just McKinnon plowed, in the slot, like plowed it into the net, like just yeah. like right in. And so yeah. I don't know. I think Colorado is a powerhouse. You know, everybody now that the playoffs are starting, now that they're like the favorite, everyone's overlooking them. They're like, oh, there's underdogs. There's Pittsburgh. There's Washington. There's you know teams that have a playoff experience that are going under the radar. But this Colorado team is really good. They're really yeah, good. They're, they're fantastic. Um, but another series. I don't know if you got to you know catch much much of the game because it was on last night. Florida lost last night, and you know I, a lot of people were surprised by that. I watched some of that Capitals game. I I don't know if I the way I felt when I was watching the game. It was more just I I saw these veteran guys who've been there before for Washington pressure on their back. They're coming in as uh one of the underdogs here, and just the way. They, much physicality they were so strong in the boards they were winning puck battles and they were doing all the little things right i don't i what I, my my concern was the goaltending i didn't think vtech vanishek was really going to hold up well against this powerhouse florida offense but he played pretty good last night i'm wondering if like this game really means anything to you as, as going into the more into the series or is this more of just they're going to win two and then they're going to you know kind of lose the rest of the well, series i think you know every single team's you know motivation when going into a game on the road is just to steal one Right. You know, you want to either get game one or game two, but for the cap's sake, they, they, they don't really, they just, you know, like you said, they really don't care. They're going into to the, to game one saying to themselves, why not? Like, why not us? You know, you've got character guys on the team like TJ Oshie have been there before. He played in his 900th NHL game this season. Evgeny Kuznetsov played unbelievable. Ovechkin only had one assist only, but he yeah. was all over the puck when he was on the ice. So, I, I mean, if they can, if they can somehow find a way to, get behind their defense like they did last night and get shots on Bobrovsky in, in a way where he's having to make difficult saves. I think they could definitely push that series to six or seven and hopefully get it, you know, get a result that they want. So I, I think they played an awesome game. I caught the highlights today and I was watching them play and they were, they were being physical. They were playing really well and playing really hard. So. Yeah. And I, and I was bashing them earlier because I, I, you know, I was watching them play those final games that Ovechkin and they look like a completely different team. I know it was before the playoffs, so they weren't really, you know, putting everything they had into it. They were kind of just, right. you know, mentally preparing for what they had to jump into, but they looked out of place. And last night they just looked so solid. Everything was kind of clicking for them. They were buzzing offensively and they were, I mean, they were shutting down big names. I didn't really see much of Barkov last night. He wasn't doing too much out there. You know, I know Giroux kind of got on the board earlier. It's a guy you have to contain, but I thought they did a phenomenal job. They they made Vanacek feel comfortable, and they you know they Kravovsky, which is what they're going to need to do if they're going to win the series. So I, I thought that yeah, was no, absolutely was a pretty good moment for them last night. Um, I I don't 
this Boston jersey. I really want to jump into this series because I think this might be the most <laughs> this might be the most back and forth series I can see happening. I know it was more of a blow with uh you know Carolina kind of ran away with it, but uh what you know for the bees today? What do you think they could do right to kind of take one back and even up the series? So I know I have the hat on, right? And I, you know, I'm, I came into this whole discussion trying to be as unbiased as possible. You know, I see a lot of people saying that the Bruins have a chance in the series, and I see a lot of people who have them going deep. I just, I mean, I think Carolina is just the better hockey team. I think that, you know, they have the crowd, they have the the depth on both offense and defense, and Ranta stood on his head like he played an unbelievable yeah. game. So he played awesome. So. Um, unless they have an answer for Ranta, like so, here's what the, here's literally the Bruins' key to to winning the game tonight is solving Ranta and doing everything they did in Game One and throwing it out the window, because they they had no they had no sustained forecheck pressure for the entire game. They had a couple good shifts, because um, I, I did get a chance to watch that game, but no sustained forecheck pressure. They weren't getting quality shots, and it, it and it's and it's not really even because again, you know, you look at last night's game with the Rangers in period two. I wouldn't even say the Rangers played a bad period. Pittsburgh just came out flying, you know, and, yeah. and they had a game were forechecking every single line. One, two, three, four was coming out to the edge and forechecking. Yeah, and and power, that's what Carolina does. That. Right. That's what Carolina does for three periods, which makes them arguably the best team in the playoffs and definitely a favorite to win the Stanley Cup. So I, again, I think Boston's got a really big challenge. I know a lot of people think that they can steal that series, but I'm not one of those people. So, yeah, I mean, I have Carolina moving on in my bracket. Um, yeah. I, I want to talk about a guy. He was phenomenal. When I watch him play, I mean, he does all the little things offensively. So I, I that guy is such a game changer for them. Matchup-wise, it's probably hell because, you know, when you're looking down this lineup, now you gotta, you got to deal with, you know, Aho, you know, Shvestikov, and then you got to deal with now Seth Jarvis, you know, bottom half of the lineup. I mean, I, I don't know. Too. Yeah, Nino. You know, it's, like, it's just, it's, you know, Rod Brindamore picking these guys from Walgreens and ShopRite and just putting them on the ice and they're getting <laughs> yeah. two, three, four, five points a night, so... It's like the it's yeah, like the race. It's well, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what it is. I mean, again, it's like it's, it, it's all character, right? You know, David Quinn was the coach of the Rangers, and they made it to the playoffs. There's just no way they'd even have a chance. It's just building a locker room, building character, getting guys that, yeah. I mean, while they might not have 50, 60, 70 points, they're going to gel the locker room together, and that's I think that's what teams are starting to kind of catch on to. And Carolina's done that so well; they don't really have. I wouldn't even say Smetchikov is a superstar yet. You know, he's not no. even hitting point per game in his career, but he's an all—he's an all-star player. Great he's power been so forward. good for them, and they—and they just again they have character all over their roster, so that's going to make them a really, really big challenge for these. I do want um, to get to the Maple Leafs Lightning yeah, series? This is, <laughs> I got picks tonight. This is, I got picks if whenever you're oh, ready. So. Oh, Tar- oh, get get the twi- get the Twitter ready. I was saying this for a little while. I think this is Tampa Bay's cup to lose this year. If I'm being quite honest, the one lineup. Um, I know that you know they came out really flat. Uh, they were just getting up. Simple as that. They were they were slower. They weren't getting much produced. Uh, what what do you think is like you know the big big change going because going into this game tonight? Because I know you know they've been there. They've done that twice. They played a lot of games. They got a lot of you know they got a lot of sandpaper on this team. Guys. And they're going against a really high-skilled Toronto team. So what do you think is the main change they really need to bring into tonight to, you know, kind of go out and win this one tonight? Well, there you go. Exactly like you just said. They need to just forget about game one. And I think the most important thing tonight is going to be making Toronto play their game. 
uh, because Tampa was playing Toronto's game all all of Monday night. And I think that was by far the most important thing. That game was the fact that Tampa was not playing their game. They were bowing down to everything Toronto was doing in all three zones. And it just kind of led to, you know, scoring chances where, you know, Toronto's getting the puck on their stick right in the slot. You know, they had power plays where you looked at Matthews's goal off the one timer, right? He walked in all, you know, he had a lot of space, but again, Matthews, Matthews and Tavares setting up down low all by themselves, playing a great power play system and getting a goal. So the key to winning tonight's game is going to be playing their system, but also riding their unbelievably hot goaltender after losing the playoffs, which is Andre Vasilevsky. He is, I believe he is 14 and 0 after a loss in the playoffs with a 966, yeah, five shutouts and a 966 save percentage. Um, which, uh, which will uh, look, I, I'm not, a, I'm not an under fan. I don't like taking the under, but under six and a half is absolutely the play tonight. I think that is a lot. That is 100 okay. Right. Write that down. I, <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't, see, <laughs> I don't see either team getting four, three or four goals tonight. I, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it being another game where an offense is going to open up like that. I see it being a very, very tight game. I see Hedman having a better game. And another one, I see a better, having a better game. Nikita Kucherov had, I believe he had four or five uh, medium to high danger chances in the game on Monday, and he missed on all of them. I have him at plus 150 as any time goal scorer tonight, and that is another lock as well. Yeah, right. I think I think realistically- it, The line's moved to under six. It's Does under that still six change? now? It's it's under six now. No. I honestly no. think there might be three goals in this game tonight. I think it's either going to be a, a, two, a two nothing or a two one game. Three right. one under three two under six uh, yeah. under under six is. <laughs> I mean, I I took it at six and a half, so I'm I'm on that. But under six is still. I, I'd say maybe get out at five and a half if it goes down again. But six is definitely is definitely. Oh, once safe. It, oh, for, once it's in, it's in. I'm making it right now. I'll prove it. I'll, prove it. I'll show, <laughs> I'll show yeah. the ticket right now. Got there you go, I'm brother. In. There you go, brother. <laughs> Lightning and plus I, one and a half, too. That's my last pick. Three-leg parlay. Tampa, that one. Oh, oh, I like yeah. this. Yeah, why not? Oh, oh, all right. Let's do it. I, uh, Three-leg. Well, that's what I mean. If you want to ride if you want to ride with me, I'm I'm 14-3 uh, in my last yeah, I would ride with that. Jeez. Oh. I, well. Soccer, no. But that's yeah. – that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a baseball guy here. I'm the base, hey, I'm like baseball parlays. I'm like, well 60, I'm like, hey, but for the, the U.S., it's it's gonna it, is it coming home in November? Absolutely not. Just <laughs> uh, what, 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 no what, what, what series? What series do we have? What series do we have next? What, what uh, we have? Oh, uh, no, no, I think we've we covered them all, right? Well, we haven't really talked about Rangers oh. Penguins. No, no, yeah, I want to get back to that. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I just oh, Calgary, uh, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, but wait. Before we move on to this from the starting game, I. Kucherov. Um, I thought that game, you know, two nights ago, I thought he was terrible. I really, th- I thought he was second guessing everything. Good. No, not good. He, was, he was visibly frustrated on the ice, he was whiffing on pucks. Um, and, and, you know, that was a back, you know, was it 2019 when, when they got swept by Columbus, he was visibly frustrated every game. He got suspended a game and he was, you know, he was, he was pretty terrible. I yep. do you think maybe a similar situation can happen here because you, of things this offense i know stamkos has had a great year braden point's been a little bit down but a lot of things offensively kind of run through him um do you think that maybe has an impact on how the series kind of you know drifts a little swifts a little bit you know leans towards because you know if he's frustrated he does not play well 
So he's one of those kind of players where it's followed by example. Same thing with Stamkos, and that's what Columbus did so well. And I think the Islanders did a great job of that last year in that series. But I, I think that, you know, or I, at least, even, I mean, I would even say in the Pittsburgh series last year too when, when the Islanders uh, beat them in the first round. Crosby had, what, one one point that series? Yeah. One goal? It was all, it's all so, match yeah. So, right. So when you, take, when you take away a superstar like Nikita Kucherov and you – you know, lean more pressure on guys like Stamkos and Hedman and the rest of the lineup, it, it's a huge factor, right? So, you know, if Toronto can go into tonight saying we got to replicate the effort that we did against their stars, I think they're going to have a lot of success, especially down low uh, on their own end. I think they're going to do a really good job and they need power plays too, because I don't know, I think what, there were nine penalties in that game, something like that, some some crazy yes, numbers. Yeah, so. it was ridiculous. Yeah, there, there, there was a lot of, there was a yeah. lot of penalties in that game, so uh, especially after that scrum. You guys I do want to ask you. I do want to ask you though. Oh, all right, tip. Or on mine. This is this is a struggle. I'm telling you though. I'm telling you, Stan. You want my pick for tonight? Yeah. I. You said you were taking an off day today. I'm not. I'm not anymore. This. Got to bounce back. He's got to bounce back. I have to. I'm. Anytime goal scorer. If he doesn't, he he has been. Braden Boy. Yeah, he has been. That out like plus two eighty. Probably plus like 192. That. Take it because he, when they're successful in the playoffs, he's successful. So a lot of yes. a lot of this team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't. Right. don't money doesn't make no money. That is exactly. true. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't really see back to back defending champ. You know, losing two games. No way. I, I see them stealing at least one. So so 100. Again, it's, it's so be, I have placed. Really oh, it's, it's I have in. placed. I, I've I've placed it all. Lightning plus one and a half, under yes. six, Kucherov to score, Braden Point to score. Wow. Holy moly. It wouldn't, it wouldn't let me parlay, but hey. It's fine. It's free money. Let's change your sportsbook next time. That's all. <laughs> oh, I'm sticking with FanDuel. I'll, I'll stick with FanDuel. <laughs> but I do have to ask you about your brother. Your brother did meet That's Wayne Gretzky. He did. <laughs> what? He did. Yeah, no. Met Wayne, though? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, uh, Are you jealous? <laughs> How could you not be? How could you not be? And I think envious is really the word. I think that. You know, well, you think about it. He went here. You know, he graduated uh, with a, as a business major, but he started in journalism. You know, moved into my major, communication media studies, and then he finished with business. But I'm envious of the path that he's got. You know, I mean, he was able to, you know, make some great communications here. And he had a really good relationship with Chris Berman, who, you know, worked at Quinnipiac for a while, went to Brown University, and he just kind of kept working at that. And when the opportunity to, you know, apply for internship at Barstool came around, he kind of just, you know, he flunked it. I mean, you guys can look it up on uh, YouTube, but you guys will find it. But oh. he, uh, <laughs> he brought Portnoy uh, reduced fat Cheez-Its, which is like his favorite thing in the world. And like Portnoy asked him, Portnoy asked him, this is when I think he was a junior in uh, college. Portnoy asked him if he would drop out right now and maybe it was like it'd be a tough decision and that indecisiveness <laughs> sent him out the door. But he came back, he kept going, he kept submitting clips of himself talking. He eventually worked his way up, got a full-time job. He's hanging out with guys like Arian Foster and, you know, on the Macrodosen. Oh, podcast. yeah, he's on Macrodosen. I know. He's That's doing sick. some awesome stuff, so I'm very, very proud of him. And yeah. anytime I get to see him, I like to thank him for, you know, all the shit that he's done for me and for all my friends, too. So. Yeah, well, now he's Rangers guy, according to, yeah, according to Wayne Gretzky. Rangers guy. <laughs> Rangers guy. <laughs> well, Frankie used to call him Winnipeg Jets guy because he would always wear this Winnipeg Jets hat to work. 
sucked. But then nah. after Frankie did that, he had to post a video of him burning the Jets out. So it was. It's it. It's been a, it's been a lengthy, a yeah. lengthy yeah. tenure with Barstool for my brother, but I'm very proud of him. So, so now we got we got two connections to Barstool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got I got to shoot Marty Mush a text. <laughs> three, I know. Oh, yeah, hey, three, I, know right. I, I know Billy. You're yeah, right. You, you go. And I know Billy. Some yeah, I, I got I I know some people that know some people. It's actually not that far. It's actually oh, not that far. Okay. Stan, I'll send you a video of me shotgun and a beer with uh, Marty Mush at my cousin's wedding. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 We'll I, I do I do have to ask you though, Jake. Was it a goal? Was it a goal or was it not? Well, it, it you know it wasn't a goal, but like I get like I guess that's how it was called. <laughs> Um, my issue is, right, is that there had to have been clear enough evidence to overturn it because the call on the S was a goal, right? Yeah. So you see the clips, right? And you see Kako's foot when it, when he's, when he turns his foot, you see it pointed past the crease, you see it pointed away. And then you see Dumoulin's face and his chest going into Kako's back after his foot had turned to, to go away from the net. So again, I need an explanation like i i don't want one i need an explanation telling me how it got overturned if the call in the ice was no goal i'd be like you know what fine okay the evidence is there to say it there's no need to overturn it i get it but the fact that the referee who called it on the ice a goal said it was no goal i just it's it was- and it's like crazy to me too how like even on like the penguins broadcast they were like, "Yeah, they it's clear. Like, yeah, yeah. it's clear that he gets pushed from behind. I don't think this is. I don't think this looks like a goal to me." And then, I it. I don't under. But then, like on ESPN, they were like, "And it shouldn't have been a goal." But then, like Steve Valaket was basically like, "I don't know how that's not a goal." Like it's. So here's here's my debate, right? So as you know, the situation member makes a decision, right, in Toronto, right? But you know. Even the people who are looking at this play when they have 55 TVs up on the board in Toronto, right? They're all looking at it. I wonder if there's some sort of like, you know, like feeling inside that says like, if we leave it alone and say no goal, let them keep playing, right? Will we receive less backlash than if we would if we call it a goal? I feel like there's some sort of mindset there. Well, that's definitely a thing. But also – to my understanding, what they were saying, and this is, you know, I'm not, I'm not arguing anything. I like you said no, before, it was the, yeah, the skate. The, what they were saying is that he, the the issue was his path to the net, which is the whole argument was there was no, they weren't worried, they weren't looking at the push. Couldn't dodge all, even if he didn't get pushed. Yeah, that's what the argument was. Was he? It was his clear path to the net. They weren't looking towards right. the push or anything. Now that being said, when you do look back, his skates do turn a little bit. You know, when he does get pushed from behind, he can't really get out of the way. But right. uh, to my it, that point i think the refs actually make the final decision there where toronto you know i think it becomes a judgment call where toronto yeah. makes the call but then also you know input where it, so uh, like I like mean, you said you screen share here right to pull up the clip i think i think you can it says it's a share option i don't know if i don't know if yeah you can pull up the stream here uh, the clips, then. yeah pull up, i'll, 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 I'll clip I, know, I know i know johnny johnny laz posted it uh yeah you try and pull it up. This is this is a feature that I've never used. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, but like you said, the backlash probably would have been more if they did allow the goal than disallowing it. So yeah, that that was something that I put their head there. No, yeah, and I, again, it's just 
it was really just you know looking at it like I again the evidence of uh, all right yeah, I can't do it now because they're gonna ask me to change my preferences and everything but all right here we go oh, all right I got oh. it so can you guys see yeah yeah perfect. yeah all right you guys all right you guys can see this so so again so all right I'm gonna I'm gonna mute this because we don't need it <laughs> it's like I'm watching right. like film oh. in like high school yeah so all right so here you see his left foot right you guys can see my mouse yeah. yes okay so you see his left foot right and so i look at i look at this foot here which is going to absolutely curve right coming along this path here now watch so you can see it here you see again this foot is digging in here it's going to come around right and again if he's not pushed i don't see any way and, and another thing look first of all sick pass by the way back to heedle oh that was see, insane <laughs> i don't see right also i want to watch another thing too look at his stick right on the puck here See how it's coming like around? It's like it's like he it, his intention here is to like push it around, right? It's not to just drive it straight into the goalie. It's to make a move. As it, my laptop is, it sounds like it's gonna take off. <laughs> the move here is for him to come around the net and then swoop around. And then I mean, look at look at and then look at the freeze frame here, right? Look what's going on. And then takes out yeah. most of the goal. That's another. That's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. too. It's just again, I don't understand the reasoning. And again, here's another great angle. The overhead is awesome here too. Because you could see, again, his foot turned. Again, there is no way that if he wanted to go into the crease, take this angle, that his, either his foot would snap in half or his skate would just do like a little jitter and he would just fall on his feet. So, yeah. again, I don't see – and I just got rid of that. But I don't see enough evidence to say, like, you can overturn that. So I, it, it, it was shocking to me after I had realized that, they overturned it originally from the goal call on the ice, which was shocking. But it's just you move on. That's it. You just gotta yeah. realize that they called it. You can't change it, and that's it. I wanna I wanna We've talk a little bit more about the uh, I wanna talk a little bit more about because we didn't really jump too in depth with it. Um, no, yeah. When you brought when you look at you know bring up the past year and you brought it up earlier the Islander series when they kind of shut down Crosby, you know, mm-hmm. matching where Brock Nelson was really the guy who was you know defending Crosby a lot at that series where he was you know one on one guy. I'm wondering, like, your thoughts. You know, I, I saw Gallant. He wasn't really worried about line matching. I'm I'm wondering if now going to game two, you like a guy like Barkley Goodrow or someone to really, like, shadow Crosby where, you know, when you can slow him down and if Malkin plays like he did last game because he was horrible. He was, he was horrible. bad. He was really yeah. bad. And, of course, and, he scored the winner, but he was exactly, bad. Of course. But, and, you actually, you know, I kind of retract that. I wouldn't say he was bad. They just played him really well. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They didn't give him any space. But uh, he was overthinking a little bit. Yeah, working many yeah, space. Yeah. He was for, trying to force a lot of you know, passes. Right. But when no, you know I, you look, I, I, um, what you know, Crosby was you know he was phenomenal last night. He's an eight, still proves why he's you know one of if not the best players in the league. Um, when you look at a matchup, do you think Barkley Goodrow? They you know they should go to line matching. You think Barkley Goodrow is that guy that should match up with him, or is there another guy you kind of want to see? So after, I mean, well, Goodrow is an awesome playoff player. Um, I think, you know, tit for tat, looking at their skill levels, he's not on the same wavelength as Crosby. But in the playoffs, it's more so about drive and willpower to match up against these guys. And I look at Anthony Sorelli uh, as a guy who play, who's played so well when, in the playoffs when it comes to matchups. And he has a, yeah. a ton of speed and a ton of grit and power to get to a guy and stay with him. And so last night, you know, I, I had hopes whenever the the Mika line or the Strom line would come out against Crosby's line because it's like, oh, those are our top two lines. They're going to play him well. But honestly, I thought the 
Yeah, that's a kid line. line. They played they played sensational all night. That was by far each of them each of them played their best game as a as a New York Ranger, in my opinion. And so it's that my thing is is like if you were making a tier list of all the lines, I think that Gensel Crosby Rust list is like here, or that, that line is like here, and then like all the other lines you can start like you know, like filling them in because I really do think that they're a complete other level above any line that the Rangers can really give out. And it's just going to be about the willingness and grit that they're going to have to instill in themselves, any player on that roster in order to play against them. Because, you know, Mike Sullivan, if the, if Reeves, uh, Rooney and Goodrow get stuck on the ice after a long strip, you know, exactly who's coming over the board. So oh, 100%. it's, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in game two. I think matchups are definitely going to be a, a huge factor later into the game, second end of the second period, third period. So we're just going yeah. to see what happens. I think the first line will match up against the first line. Like it, like it started last night, but we'll see. I want to talk about two guys that I really caught my eye last night, other than Crosby, um, Adam Fox and Chris Letang. Are they just, are two of the hardest working players in the ice always. They are out there. I mean, they play every shift. They play it with as much as they can give, and they never give any room for anyone. I mean, these two teams would be completely different without them, but I, you know, when I'm looking at, you know, how, how they were playing last night, Fox was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see a little bit more production from Panarin? Because I don't think he was as good as we've seen him play. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I, I didn't really. I, I think he could, you know, I didn't. I, he, give I felt he, yeah. Go ahead. No, Stan, please. You started. I felt I felt he was like a little too unselfish because there was like a few times where I was like, you got to shoot that. Right. And then no. like there it's like he's a phenomenal passer. Don't get me wrong. Like he the way he just like is just a playmaker on the ice is just incredible. But I just feel like there were a few times where he like there were some times where he either had to like he had to shoot the puck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I. uh I've always told my brother, I've told everyone in my family, I don't care what Artemi Panarin does. He's a ranger. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, but I think last night in a situation that he's in, and he's always been a playoff performer in his entire career with Columbus and with Chicago as well. Actually, um, I don't know. I think he played one series with Chicago uh, in uh, 2016. But Yeah, I don't think they went pretty I, Yeah, no, I don't think so. But uh, no, he's always been a, a great player in the playoffs. Uh, he was awesome with Columbus. But at the same time, you're definitely looking for him to put points on the board and, and you're looking for him to produce a little bit more. But as I said, game one, I think guys were kind of still trying to figure it out a little bit, but I think he'll be ready to go for game two and uh, you know be prepared. But I did want to go back, Tim, to your point about you saying the best two defensemen for each team last night were Fox and Latang. I thought the best defenseman on the entire entire ice was Keandre Miller. I, I, oh, he was he phenomenal. Was exceptional last night. I believe he had the second most or third most ice time of any player, his first career playoff game. Yeah, it was playing it, all eighty games in the regular season. He was getting every single puck with his stick in the defensive zone when it came his way, and he looked great in the offensive zone too. I, yeah. I mean, Fox had a great goal to start the playoffs, start that. Oh season. yeah. And you know, obviously, he's a generational player. He's going to play good every night. But to see that from Miller and to see him play so well and kind of you know make up for some plays that Truba made last night that weren't so great. I, I was I was stunned. Like I was I you know I was sitting next to my friend watching the game last night. And every single time he made a great play, whether he was on the ice for a minute thirty or two minutes, I would my jaw would be on the floor because this, yeah, this kid's what he's, he's I think he's twenty two years old, right? Like, that play fantastic. on Malkin, unbelievable. Yeah, that was I mean, an unbelievable. Oh my god, it took him right, right. You know, it's, but that 
yeah, that's what that's what the difference makers are in these playoffs. I mean, you have guys that step up big and they they make plays like that because you know when when you look at teams that have won the cup in the Mikhail Sergachev is a hell of a playoff player. He is so yeah. hard to play against. He's and if Keandre Miller could be that guy for the Rangers, where you know what he shuts guys down. I mean, they're gonna go. They're gonna have some. Especially now, yeah. when I'm thinking, like I said earlier, next game, I, I really don't see this goaltending holding up for Penguins. I mean, oh yeah, Smith no, I, I don't see it holding up for the Rangers either. If they're gonna let Igor stop seventy-one every night, yeah, eighty. That was I don't know. Well, granted, I don't think every game's gonna go to triple well, overtime. That was, MSG. That was the longest game ever at MSG. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, uh, longest game ever at MSG. Uh, second longest in second or third longest in Rangers history. Made the most saves in a playoff game among any Ranger of all time, passing Gump Worsley. So, again, he was. I mean, the, so the save he made before the uh, Gensel goal, I believe it was. Or yeah, the yeah, Rust yeah. Goal. Yes, no, the Rust the, goal. The, it was. It was the, the Gensel. The, yeah, right, I think. I think it was Rust. I, I, it was. I. I was speechless, and then they let another goal. He, he went from post to post. First, I think it was the first Gensel goal. It, it was. It was Gensel. Yeah. yeah, it was Gensel. Yeah, it was. It went from post to post to keep it two nothing. And I was like, I mean, there's just no way he's going to give up a goal tonight. There's just no way. And yeah, so no. they, they score and then the game changes. But he was he was exceptional as well. I'm just – I'm really impressed with the Rangers. Uh, I think they played five really good periods. Um, obviously, the second period wasn't really their best period of hockey by any means necessary because Pittsburgh was just so good. But I don't know. As a Ranger fan, if they can consistently play a great game and kind of take parts of the first period and take parts of the rest of the game and just mix it into a complete 60-minute hockey game, they should definitely be able to take care of Pittsburgh tomorrow. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I got, I got, yeah. oh, I mean, I got, I got a question for you and Tim because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have both played hockey and just playing like five-and-a-half 20-minute periods kind of and then having one rest day and then coming back again the next day like how hard is it to fully recover in one day and then go out and play another full game so tim i'm sure you played your your little rookie tournaments and same thing with me right you wake up every morning seven o'clock in the morning to play your eight o'clock game then you got a game later on right but you know when i'm playing a forward right and i could you know get space against a guy who probably is going to go home and study for his eighth grade algebra test when he gets home versus, <laughs> you know, Adam Fox facing Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel every single time they come down the ice in a, you know, what, six-period hockey game. Tough to really gauge the difference there. But, again, I think that the fact that they have today, like, again, I'm sitting in my chair on with you guys as a hockey player, you know, on my Xbox studying, whatever, I got exams going on just relaxing. Meanwhile, who knows, right? You got Panarin in Greenwich, Connecticut, probably got two of those massage guns on his legs right now with some ice <laughs> yeah. on his arm. He's got right? therapy bags. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's just, it's it's really tough to understand it, but when these guys are getting paid millions and millions of dollars, they're willing to do everything and anything they can for their bodies to recover. So I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, quick shifts tomorrow night. I think we're going to yeah. see some the tired guys pretty early on. Yeah, it's going to be a slow pace. Yeah, but I mean, from the only, how the Rangers came out in the first period, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how they come out tomorrow. Terrence, the only comparison I really think I have to that, by no means even close, um, is when when we played Suffern, and I was out there for like thirty five minutes, and then we played. <laughs> we had a game. Oh my! I thought I thought you guys were going to win that game. I 
Uh, I genuinely. Oh my god. They, That's for another I time. turned off. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, AAU basketball was just a different breed, though, for me. Oh my god. You yeah. could you could fucking beat a team by 30 and then, like, go to Wendy's and have, like, a 10 piece with uh, with some fries. And then you, you like, get crossed up. You get dunked on <laughs> yeah. by a five star recruit that's going to, like, Oklahoma next yeah. year or something like that. That's why, like, ba- baseball is nothing <laughs> like that. It's like we yeah. could literally play, like, four games in one day and literally be, like, fine the next day because yeah. it's not that, like, physically demanding. You only have a day of recovery. I mean, you got to think about it. These guys, especially guys on Pittsburgh, you know, uh, who was getting killed last night? I can't. can't. Uh, who was getting killed? Marino. Marino was getting killed, but there was another guy. Uh, the guy Mikhail? that took the Lingrid head. Yeah, Mikel. Mikel. How'd it be? Yeah. No, 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 not Raquel. There was another defenseman that was getting killed. It doesn't matter. Reeves, imagine getting hit by Reeves like six times and, oh, and you're getting killed. Matheson. Matheson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're getting hit by Reeves six times in like two periods, and now you're playing. 45 minutes and now you got to play another game two days later and your head's still yeah. ringing yeah. i mean this is what i like you it's just it's really tough to do and it's like 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 jake said it's going to be short shifts and it's, the pace of the game is going to be a lot slower but it's also going to be more like you're going to see the skill guys show a little bit more finesse like you're going to see guys like crosby just like mentally at least panarin's going to show like you know it's going to be slow they're going to slow the pace of the game down but they're also going to show off why being paid all this money they're going to make night it's going to be you know make nice plays and who can with how tired these guys are going to be. I will be in the house, too, for game two as well. So Ooh. looking forward Ooh. to that. Yeah. It's going to be oh loud. Boy. Oh I had to be on the men yesterday. I, was, I got had an early 9 a.m. today, so I couldn't make it. But again, I, I uh, told my professors, I said, you guys have to be ready for anything. I, I'm going to go home and play as many games as <laughs> I can. So. All right. Well, uh, they're all, like, they a- all like, oh, okay. Okay, um, you're a psychopath, <laughs> but anyway, that's what they like. Usually, what I do is I'm like, I have like my shirt like this, and I'm just like, like <laughs> <laughs> that's like the thing though with like sports. Like for me though, like I've I've always I said this last night. I'm like 98 percent of the time you're just miserable, and you get like two percent happiness. Yep. <laughs> that's basically wrong. what it is. You're like, not wrong. The Rangers are going to win the cup, and then I'm going to be like, "What? Who are they drafting? What's the plan? For who are they drafting? Are they going to do it again? What's yeah. the oh my. Look like? So, how do you think I feel right now? How do you think I feel? Oh please. So, so Jake, oh, last question. <laughs> last question. Yeah, Your Stanley Cup prediction. Uh, like, yeah, before we let, well, no, before we let, yeah. Before, can I have two? Oh, all right. Run, run down your, run down your whole bracket. Yeah, run down your whole yeah. bracket, and then you can give us the two predictions. Right, give me, me, give me like me, uh, these first round matchups. I'm gonna pull it up here. Uh, so pull it up real quick too. Are yeah, we, sh- are we, sh- are we doing screen sharing again? Or no, no, no. no, no. I'm just, I'm just, uh, so, well, I think that it would just feel wrong for me to make a bracket that doesn't have the Rangers winning because it's just like, you know, why would I, why would I want them to lose, right? Yes. Um. So I made my bracket uh, on Saturday when they first dropped. And so let's just run down the left side here. I got Colorado in four. It's on a good, pretty good pace for that. I have St. Louis in seven. I have Calgary in six against Dallas. I have LA in seven. Um, and then my Western Conference matchups after that follow with St. Louis beating Colorado in the semifinals. Why? Wow. Yeah, okay. I know. But I'm a little, little shaky about that after that game last night, but we'll see. Uh, I have Calgary beating LA. Um, so my Western Conference champion is between St. Louis and Calgary, and I have St. Louis advancing to the Seneca final. 
Oh, we're playing. Uh, so Eastern, oh, yeah. So on the eastern side of things, uh, it's not showing up. Oh, no, here we go. So I have Florida in five against Washington. Got to hope that they win four in a row. Tampa in six. I have Carolina in seven games. So, Tim, you, you know, you're going to have to sweat it out a little bit. And I have the Rangers at five. So going to need. Okay. Uh, so a, ge- a gentleman sweep. Right. Yeah. So, again, I'm gonna, I mean, that was, that was last night. It was saying, you know what? Enjoy your third overtime win. We're going to kick your ass now. Yeah, uh, so, so I have Tampa, oh. Tampa and Florida in the semifinals. Uh, I have Tampa. Oh, actually, actually, that would be the quarterfinals, right? Yeah, quarter semi. Yeah, quarter, so so Tampa yeah. beating Florida. Uh, I okay. Morally, I don't think it's going to happen, but I do. Rangers and seven. <laughs> Rangers, I have the Rangers beating Carolina. <laughs> uh, so I mean, look, I think that if Carolina gets through Boston, I think that they're carrying that momentum right to the Cup final, but. For my bracket, I have the Rangers beating Tampa, moving on to the Stanley Cup final to play the St. Louis Blues and winning. So, it's, Good. again, is it is it necessarily the most realistic, most you know in depth hockey review? You never know. Bracket? No, but you again, never you, know, right. you never know. You never know. So, ours are very similar. To yeah. point that out. The only difference, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I have Colorado in five, St. Louis in seven. I have Calgary in five. I have LA in seven. I had Florida in four, but that's just not happening. I have mm-hmm. Tampa Bay in six. I have Carolina in seven. Um, and I have the Rangers in five. Yeah. Uh, then I had Calgary beating LA. And then I wrestled A, but I have Colorado beating St. Louis. I just think St. Louis is so good that they could put up a really good fight and probably win. Yeah. They could win that series. I, know. I have Tampa Bay beating Florida and I have Carolina beating the Rangers. Although I think that's going to go to seven. I think that's... Probably those two teams play very similar. I think that might be yep. one of the better series in the playoffs. Oh, good! You want us to die? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> between St. Louis or Colorado, who's going to go to the Cup? I think it's going to be Colorado Tampa. I know that's kind of, you know, really just playing with the stats here. I, I think it could be St. Louis. Again, I fucking hate it, but <laughs> yeah, it is. No, I, I I respect a little three feet action. I think that they have a great coach, unbelievable goaltending, and top to bottom, they have a great lineup. So. I respect Tampa. My only my only uh, thing is about your bracket is that if I have to watch a Rangers Hurricanes game seven in Carolina, I I I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, and to advance to the Eastern Conference Final, I'm telling you right now, I I I just I don't even know. Like I I locked in yesterday at around five o'clock. I was like kind of like in the zone, like leave me the hell alone. But like if if they're if I know that like if I know that they're going to seven like if the game's on like Friday and they play game six on Wednesday, it's after the game ends into Friday. Like like the worst the worst part about a possible <laughs> Rangers Kane series for me is that I'm a Duke, and I just know that they're going to use like Coach K as like a as like a Hurricanes rally cry, and then no, I will they be. They are not standing. No, <laughs> they, they, they did that in the. They did that the Stan, bubble year. They did. They did Stan, that the bubble year. No, they did that the bubble year. And it's going to give a no, single they, fuck I, about Coach K. Stan, if they are making a run to the, don't give a, I don't think they give a single fuck about Coach K. Stop making this about Duke. That is a no. I'm not saying. making it. No. They did it. They did it. They did it during. They did it during the bubble playoffs. Like I'm not kidding. Oh my god. So and I was awful. torn, and that dude can just shut Stan. Just fuck. What do you want? They are not going to use Coach K as fuel to fan. You don't. 
Let's win this. They're gonna use them. They're like gonna use them for a hype video or some shit oh like that. Did he lose too? Like, why would they bring a loser? Yeah, in why like would that? they bring like, a loser? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brindam, they're gonna have a Brindamore video of him like pumping weights yeah. in the locker room, just out oh, everyone, yeah. and fucking that man's a <laughs> unit. But uh, um, Jake, it was it was great having you on. This is no, it, it, this was phenomenal. Yeah, thank you, Jake. I, I feel I feel a lot better for tomorrow. I I don't you know I was definitely depressed this morning. I didn't talk to anybody so. I I, uh, I feel a lot better. I'm very excited for game two, and it's uh, it's it's a little re- re- excuse me revealing. Or can I speak? Hello. It's relieving to uh, talk about hockey with you guys. So so thank you. For that. It's good to talk. It's good to talk about Rangers playoff hockey for the first time oh, in like yeah. five yeah. years, five which years. is phenomenal. Five years. We made it. We made oh, it. All yeah. right, Jake. It's been a pleasure. Go yeah, Rangers. Thank you so much. Right. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Phenomenal interview with Jake Zaretsky. I that that was that was very fun. Fun to talk Rangers. Awesome. Fun to talk. Fun to talk it's hockey. Great to talk hockey. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good as a Ranger fan myself to have hope for Game Two. I'm it's just very great com- to have playoff hockey. On. Just great yeah, playoff hockey. Great. Best playoff gotta, sport by far. Not even gotta close. Love it. Gotta love it. So we do are gonna get. We are gonna get to football. Let's jump right the, into it, Stan. I want to let's jump right into it. The, yeah. the Jets oh, are the best. They are the best draft. Tim, oh my god! You have the floor. You have the floor. I, what, what is? this point everyone saw the draft like i mean this this team, just amazing team went from from foreign whatever to they're gonna four wins to now have and so you know it's fun to see and it, it's all really you know what after this draft stand this is you know how much pressure is on zach wilson right now oh yeah this is A this lot. is just <laughs> this is if he, if he shows up then no one's gonna be upset but if he has to have a good year this year because they're building a team that could be successful around him i mean they got yeah, everything and, 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 in a very tough division too now. Now that you got the Dolphins on the up, you got the Bills being the Bills are very good. The, yeah, I mean the Patriots are the Patriots. Patriots you never know with them. Yeah. yeah. Like they can it, never it, count them out. I mean the Jets the they added East could be in a very interesting division. Added more running back depth, and they got probably the, the they got not probably the best running back in the draft. Brees Hall was going to be phenomenal. It was weird though. I thought they were going to get a linebacker because you know you did draft Michael Carter last year, but. I guess yeah. they're going with two running back set. I mean, I'm not complaining. But I guess they went for best guy in the board and what they need, which the Cowboys didn't do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, and, uh, I was bored because I yeah, the internet what, did some. They did what, some things. Yeah, they they did listen, some research on the Cowboys draft board. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Jets they they helped. They got their franchise cornerback. They got a cornerstone, the best cornerback they have since Revis. Uh, they added an, they added a great receiver. Wilson's going to be. He's gonna Wilson to Wilson, Wilson to Wilson, Elijah Moore. Yeah. I mean, these are these is they're adding a decent wide receiver room, especially if he plays, you know, as well as we think he is. They got Uzman as a tight end. I mean, that's just yeah, Uzama. Yeah, Uzama. So, and they drafted what's his face? They got the tight end. His dad was a dire Jets fan. That's the guys we oh, want in this locker room. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, what's his they, name? The, the the Jet culture. You got Jets fans, though, is his name. But <laughs> listen, it's a it's a whole new it's a whole new Jets team right now, and it's going to be exciting to see what they do next year. I but, I do want to hop into the Giants, and I will say they did just uh, as good. They did just as they good. Did just they did as very good. well as well. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is an incredible pickup. We finally have a pass rush. We finally have someone that isn't Nate Solder to pro- to protect <laughs> to protect Daniel Jones on the blind side in Evan Neal who. I saw a TikTok. I don't know who said it, but he basically said that Evan Neal is the best straight-up football player in the draft, and that and just Thibodeau's put a smile on my too. face. 
and Thibodeau's probably two. And, and Giants got both I met, of them. And the Giants and have you know both what? of them. And We're talking about as I mentioned, Daniel Jones. He's got more pressure than anyone now. Yeah. I thought last year there. I thought last year there was no excuse for him. This year, there's, there's, there's no excuse. Really for him. No excuse. <laughs> and it's a and it's a good way. And it's it's almost like good that they didn't pick up his option because now one he has something to play for. Two, if he does terrible, the Giants can either like is there any good free agent quarterbacks next no. year, or they can draft a quarterback next <laughs> year. Like quarterback draft is probably next year's. It's a lot stronger. Yeah. Bryce Young, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, the Bryce guy Young. from Florida. I forget his name. Bryce Young. But, yeah, I yeah. said I said I said Bryce Young. Bryce Young. I, I said Bryce. Yeah, I'm just gonna Young. keep bringing him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. But anyway, but I love the second round pickup of Wandale Robinson. I think I didn't know who he was until they announced that they picked him, and then I was like, <laughs> okay, that's a little, a little bit weird. But then I saw his highlights. I saw his highlight package and what he could do and his PFF stats. And I think that's a great addition. Like he's basically like he's a small, like you could put him on the slot if Tony needs a breather and you can like, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving what's I'm loving the Shane train, Shane train, you know Shane train all the way. All the you want to, want to say, I want to say funny. I know whoever, my uh, mock draft, it wasn't great, but the guy I thought the Jets were going to take at four ended up getting at 26. Yeah. So if you're talking about value, that team got everything they wanted and more. Jermaine Johnson fell that Jermaine far. Johnson, as a premier edge rusher that they're going to get there. I mean, that helps this defense so much, but that is so funny that I thought he was going to take him at four. Didn't even go, <laughs> he didn't even go anywhere about, near fourth. And I got him at 26. How about me going four for four in the first yeah. four picks? Oh yeah, you did go four for four. I was wrong. You did have Thibodeau going at seven. I mean, he did go five, and then yeah, you had a flip flop. So, yeah, that was close. That was close. That was close. So, yeah, that was a very. I'll give you. I'll give you six out of the first seven. Thank you. What about them uh, Cowboys? Uh, what were they thinking? That was off the see, board. Did you see what Jerry Jones did? No. What did he do? What did he do? He brought he brought the draft board to the press conference of. Oh, I saw that they saw it. Yeah, why? Oh my God. Do you know? Do you know who? Do you know who was on the top of their draft board in that picture? Oh, K- oh. Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal, who are both giants. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he did. I just put, a, just put a smile on my face. I'm like, yeah. Oh my! Thank you, thank you, Mr. Shane. I, I think. I'm I'm love I'm I'm not thinking I'm I don't think they're going to be good this year. I think I just want a fun year. Well, that's all. I mean, honestly, they they could be. Daniel Jones just has to be. Yeah, a lot of pressure on him. If if there's pressure on Zach Wilson, there is triple times pressure on on uh, I just Daniel Jones. I mean, he he now has a team that can surround him like. and he's just—he has got, to produce. They have he a good protection. offensive coordinator. Yeah, he with has protection. Mike Kafka. They got protection, and I'm also loving the defense with Wink Martindale as our defensive coordinator. And I love—I love Brian Dable. I love Brian Dable. I want to ask you, just because you're a Giants fan, this is inter- How much does that AJ Brown trade just hurt? Because uh, it's that disgusting. adds another deep ball threat to a team that was already a quarterback that was like 15. 50- Last year, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. He's an agent receiver. What do you What are you thinking here? How does that How does that That hurts. It has to. 
Oh, it hurts. I was disgusted. <laughs> I, I, I hate the Eagles more than it. Like it, you, like my, for the sports teams that I hate. Number one is the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I hate the like I hate the Eagles more than I hate the Red Sox. I hate the Eagles more than I hate the Cowboys. I hate <laughs> I hate the Eagles more than I hate the Penguins. Like I just does this hatred fuel from that kick return game? Is that the yeah. punt return game? It has to, it has yeah, to start there. That's good. That and them losing on purpose. Oh, that yeah. Uh, that had to add to that. Fucking hate the Eagles. I just <laughs> like I I want to fucking punch this computer screen. That's how much I fucking hate them. <laughs> like I don't like I don't like them. Like this, give, is, they, this is what I, and it's the fact that they're gonna be that they might be good that they might be good. <laughs> that is just it's well, disgusting. This is what I want to ask you. The NFC sucks. Let's just plain and well, plain. they're not good. Well, who do you think? Yeah. Who do you think? The Cowboys or the Eagles? Because it's between those two teams. I'm biased. I think yeah, the Eagles by I think the Eagles by like a game. I like think so game. too. <laughs> but like it's not gonna be like they're both gonna win like 13 games or whatever. No, like no, it's no, gonna no, be no. like they're it's yeah. like they're they're not they're nine ten win teams at best. Well like that's I just think. do you think the Cowboys even make the playoffs if they don't win the division? I don't know. Dude. After after seeing it's just like they if it's like the same thing as last year where they just like beat up on the shitty teams and like they just aren't good against good teams. Thank you, uh, Niners plus five and a half in the wild card game. That was probably one of the best bet wins of my life. <laughs> I just I think I think that if they if they continue that trend of just like beating the shitty teams, it's just it's not gonna work out for them. Um, and that's like Almost the same thing with the Eagles too. I think, like honestly, I as much as I hate to say it, I think that Nick Siri that Nick Sirianni hire was good. As much as I think he's a fucking idiot, and his opening press conference being like, "Yeah, we're going to develop a system that makes it easy for the offense to understand, but hard for the defense to read." I'm like, okay, that, does, I'm like, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but hey, they made the playoffs. But like, it just and him. Him trying to act like he's him trying to like to prove that he's like he's not like he's a people's he's a people guy. Like he showed up to a game. He's a people guy. He showed up to a game in a Dr. J jersey. Like he's cool. He's so cool. <laughs> but like I just I just I don't like the Eagles. I well like this is I know you don't like the Eagles. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, I, wanna, I made it clear. I the point. This, is, this is a question I want. Think he will, but do you think Trevor Diggs even has a good year next year? No, no, right? I don't think so. He's the most over. He there's a reason why his brother is the best receiver in football. It's because his brother's a fucking receiver. That's what Trayvon Diggs is. He just knows yeah. how to catch the ball. He can't cover yeah. for well, shit. But that's that's my thing. I I'm wondering, you know, if he doesn't have, ten, if he doesn't have another ten interceptions, plus liability. I mean, he's like Buster Screen Bad. Like, oh, like he he gives oh, up so bad. many he gives up so many yards. It's just the reason that he's always talked about is because of but, his interceptions. But that, that's true, and that's but that's an X that's, like that's the that's the main that's, that's, the main that's gonna give quarterback for quarterbacks. Yeah, if, if he can't if, if he can't redo that, then he's well. Yeah, that's my thing. Is, awful. 
that's his X factor. Because if he yeah. gets if he gets an eleven picks, then he's not terrible. Like that's not a bad year. You know, I I know you gave up a lot of yards, but you had eleven interceptions. That means we hit the ball eleven more yeah, times I'm than we would have if you weren't yeah. there. Yeah. But if he has less than like five interceptions this year, that is such a liability on defense. Like the Cowboys are gonna get I just don't he's not good. <laughs> I played he's, it simple. He's not good. He just isn't good. I do have some news out of Giantland, though. Uh, it looks like a James Bradbury, the James Bradbury situation, will be dealt with by the by the end of the week. He's probably going to get cut. I don't think they're going to find a trade partner for him. Brad Bradbury had a good year, but you know, and at, this stage, at, 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 <laughs> at this stage in the game, like you know, we're in a full full on rebuild. Got to save the money for next year. Got to get the guys that we want that. So basically, we're almost like the Jets when they got solid. Yeah. They, they 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 dumped a lot of they they dumped cap space when they got solid, right? Yeah, they, that's why the league. <laughs> yeah, that's why they have the second highest cap in the league. So I, well, I want to ask you a question now. The future's bright. The future's bright. This is kind of off the. The Tyron Matthew signing. I don't He's know in... if that's going to make an impact. Why? I, like I, the, story, <laughs> the story. The story's good. He's playing for his hometown team. But it's like, just like they, were just, in, they were, they were Chiefs defense. Yeah, I don't know how that makes sense. He must have signed like the most team friendly deal possible. Yeah, like, like I don't. I really don't understand that sign. I mean, like, in like the worst cap situation I've I think I've ever seen. Yeah, to the point where Sean Payton had to leave. <laughs> like, that's literally, that's what he, he took a year off of coaching because this is an awful situation. Like, I don't even know what to do. Oh, this is – oh, just letting you know, this is his year off. Like, he's working for Fox for a year, and then once yeah. the Cowboys fire Mike McCarthy, they're hiring him. Like, I hope everyone yeah, knows that. He's a great head coach. He's <laughs> like, amazing. Yeah, no, this is just – because they were in the – that was one of the worst situations I think I've ever seen. Like, it was yeah. so bad. I haven't, well, I haven't seen – I mean, that. no – no, the Giants was bad. We had like we had like we had like thirty five thousand dollars to spend. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't have any money to spend. They were like eighty three million old. Yeah, like that's. I mean, I, I don't know, but just I I don't want to talk about the things that Dave Gettleman did. But why don't we you talk know, about this battle situation at quarterback? What the hell are they gonna do? Oh my gosh. That's Isn't gonna it, be. That's gonna be. It looks like Geno might be the starter. Yeah, that's going to be some competition, I'll tell you. That's going to be some competition. The point where uh, it's we're either going to get Geno Smith, who who gets high, who who gets high praise, like he got some high praise. He got when, punched in the Jets locker room for not paying an airplane ticket. You're a rookie guy. Are you kidding me? This guy's a douchebag. What do you mean high praise? Uh, what, uh, what was what was the guy's name? And then he went out, and then he went out, and uh, Rex Ryan started him for the Bills in uh. An- and that one game where the Jets needed to win to make the playoffs, and they and the Bills fucking won, and he got like what did, on Geno. <laughs> what what did what was the guy's name that broke Geno Smith's jaw? God, what was look, his name? I don't remember. I gotta look I that rem- up. I remember that. That was funny. I'm oh. sorry, but that was funny. Hey, no, that, yeah, Geno Smith. Uh, well, I, I personally I don't have a good liking for Geno Smith because fucking Ben McAdoo started him over Eli for no reason, just to like <laughs> just for no reason. Break the wall. Break his out. consecutive start streak. Who's it, Stan? It's it's Icky and and Eminakalfi. Uh, uh, <laughs> and the cow. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's like I K E N A P L I. N and N M Kapali. N M Kapali. Yeah, that. 
Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? <laughs> we all fucking close. I know. I just looked it up. I just looked it up. No, no, no. I know, but you were like, name. Like, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 it was something like that. I do. They did. The NFL did make some announcements today, though, regarding the international schedule and who will be playing where. Keep in mind, the NFL schedule will be dropping on May 12th, so that will be a big topic to talk about. Just keep in mind because I love talking football. Who doesn't love talking football? But the international games, the (laughs) the they so there's going to be five international games. There's going to be three in London, one in Mexico, and then one in Germany. So this is in this is in order. So we got Viking Saints October second at in London. Wow, that's going to be a and terrible that, football game. That's going to be they always, they always give London the worst football games. Primetime Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback. <laughs> he's yeah, so and then when I mean, he's when he's on like when he's playing like a regular Sunday, now, he's like a, oh, we'll see with the Vikings. Athlete. We'll see what we'll yeah. see with the Vikings though. They got a new head coach. They got rid of Mike Zimmer. I think Kevin O'Connell is a very was a was a very good offensive coordinator with the Rams. Well, given won a Super Bowl, but I, I still think he's a <laughs> Super Bowl with that team's there. <laughs> yeah. I could have told Stafford to go out there and do what he wants, and they could have figured it out. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the next one, the New York Giants are going to London, baby. <laughs> October 9th. <laughs> October 9th. The Lions? The Packers. <laughs> That's even like, all right, maybe. maybe. London. <laughs> maybe the Giants squeeze that one out. Uh, we'll see. Uh, well, let's just, I mean – what what is there to say? No Devontae. So I mean that's a good thing. And they, they didn't, didn't draft get, a receiver, yeah. They didn't draft a receiver yeah. because that's I guess the Packers aren't allowed to do that. I don't Twenty know years, do no first round receiver. That, that that's like ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's just How? dumb. Like How what are they like what, what guy in the fourth round? Okay. <laughs> like I have a feeling. <laughs> uh once every ten years that works out. Yeah. <laughs> and then October thirtieth. This this is this one's new. It's an ESPN Plus special. It's in London. It's going to be Bron. So the Jaguars. This is no surprise. They, I mean, yeah, like why? Oh, they give up a Dude. they give up a home game. They give up a home game to play in London every year. Why? Why? Have you, uh, because, why? <laughs> because uh, the cons are no fans in in Jacksonville. Such a nice stadium. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I I think like the cons, uh, Tony not Tony Khan. Tony Khan is the son. Shad Khan, thank you. Shad Khan is like very. He wants like an expansion team in London. So like he wants uh, to like be able to like grow the game worldwide. Show everyone like okay, this is what's going to happen if you get it. Yeah, <laughs> the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, like who knows? And then this game is going to be in Germany. This this should be fun. This game's going to be in Germany, November thirteenth. Seahawks Bucks. Why? And this <laughs> now, this, now let me... this actually this actually blows my mind though. This is the first international game Tom Brady will ever play. That's great and all, but let's backtrack for a second. So we're gonna have Brady in hey, Germany. Hey, it could it could be <laughs> it could be Drew Locke. Drew I can throw a football better than Drew Locke, okay? This horse is co- going Hey. Never doubt horsecock Drew Locke, okay? I'm going to now the fact that they're saying Gino. You know, <laughs> Not for a starting position, because this is getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, oh, I forgot to. Well, this team, when we bring it up, and he will be playing probably. 
in Mexico. It's going to be a Monday night football game. It's going to be Niners Cardinals. As I bring up the as I bring up the Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games. I did not expect him to take it. To take I did not either. And now the Cardinals really are just going to suck. And my agenda, um, the Cardinals continue. The Cardinals are not <laughs> a good team. They run a college offense. Cliff Kingsbury is a college coach at best. You're telling me this guy is go- is going to make it in the NFL when he had possibly the best quarterback of our generation, and he just didn't win shit. I'm sorry, he, he's not he's not good. You really Cliff hate Kingsbury. Him. I don't like him. He runs like dude, like I like watching Kyler Murray his rookie year in the preseason was like watching like. It was like watching. It was like watching. It was watching a car accident. Who did, like, who it, did they go? At, wait, who did they Cardinals just go out and get? They got a receiver. Who they? They got Hollywood Brown, and yeah, I don't think uh, that's gonna make any difference. And it's good on Hollywood. It's because they lost. Uh, they lost Money Man. Money Man Christian Kirk, the guy uh, most overpaid receiver in the NFL. This Terrence, let me let me tell you. And I don't. I don't want to tell you something about Christian Kirk. This guy. <laughs> Is so replaceable. Yeah. Oh my god! And he is making one hundred and twenty million dollars. <laughs> Dude, that's a fin- that's a fin- that's a finesse if I've ever seen one. Yeah. He's imploded so, the receiver market, like right there, like imploded receiver market, like it plus, is unbelievable. I, I don't think that, like, I think good on Hollywood for like demanding a trade because he did not fit in that system. There, he just didn't. No, not at all. No. And, like, I know, like, Lamar was, like, complaining about, like, why we let him go? Why we let him go? But, like, dude, I don't – What happens if he recall, stays? Nothing? I don't I don't <laughs> recall you ever throwing to him. Actually, no, that one time in Detroit where he dropped a wide open oh. touchdown. But – Mark Andrews it, it, is, uh, is that guy. Mark, yeah. Yeah, Mark Andrews yeah. is the top target. But, like, it's it blows my mind how, like – and then, although I, w- I will say, the Ravens did have a very good draft, though. Linderbaum Linder- – I. Linderbaum's a Hall of Famer. Hamilton mm-hmm. draft. Period. Linderbaum, Linderbaum's gonna be that guy that you use a Madden when it, like his legend card, yeah. and you're like, Who the <laughs> you're gonna be like, who the fuck is that guy? And then you like look him up, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Like he's gonna be like Steve Hutchinson, but like yeah. Kyle, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton Kyle guy. Hamilton. Yeah, he's, he's a freak. Might be the best player in the draft. Like so good, ridiculously good. He's a freak. But yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. I love when the Giants play in London. I love it. I'm just ready. Let's go. Jets Giants preseason game. I went I went last year. I'll do it again. I went last year. I'll we'll go this year. I'll do it again. Oh, fuck it. Let's go. Why not? Let's go. Why not? But right, like, why don't yeah, we I, uh best thing I saw this week. I will I have a lot of things that I saw this week. Uh but the best thing that I saw this week. Uh, Dave Chappelle was uh, doing. Oh a show. my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my Dave, god! Dave Chappelle was doing oh a show. And some guy, some guy tried to bull rush him, and that was the worst tackle I've ever seen. I, 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 yeah, but I don't know. I don't know who is on Dave Chappelle's posse, but I did hear it was Jamie Foxx and Busta Rhymes. Fucking, I got. Did you see the video of him on the stretcher? No. The guy was in a stretcher. The guy, the guy I saw the video of the stretcher. The guy saw the video of just kicking the. Saw the video of him kicking yeah. the shit out of him in the corner. Yeah, but then there was a video of him being carried out on a stretcher, and they Jeez. fucking broke his arm. His arm was like hanging out, like they fucking beat the shit out. <laughs> and then this is what this is what makes it. This is the best thing I saw. 
this is what this is what makes it the best thing I saw. Because after everything was all said and done, the posse got beat the shit out of the guy, Chris Rock, who was there, <laughs> and said, "Oh my God, was that Will Smith?" <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. No, you know what? I thought the funniest thing was that whole situation, though, Stan. Yeah. He started making jokes in the middle of it. He goes, "Thank God that." He goes, "Thank God that man." Was- <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go kick the shit out of him real quick. <laughs> yeah, but I do, I do feel bad for, uh, I, do, I, I feel bad for Will Smith. You know, we got banned from the Oscars, but for ten years. But like, I, like, what if he, what if he does like put on like a good performance like within those ten years? Like, do they just like not nominate him? Like, I guess I not. Know. But like, look at like Russia. Like Russia's banned from the Olympics. And they still have like the independent like Russian Federation thing, uh, like so, like is Will Smith just gonna like be an independent actor and just like if he gets nominated for an Oscar, it's just gonna go to that like committee? Like, do, do, do you get what I do? You get what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like, he's the thir- he's the third biggest right now. Jada won, and Jaden is just a. Uh... He's a nut job. Uh, can we talk about? Can we talk? Can we talk about the political and economic state of the world right now? Like, why are we talking sports? This is no longer a podcast. That kid has probably had probably zero friends growing up, which I feel. But like, dude, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm sorry. You're like 19 years old. Go underage drink or something. Like, what are you doing? Not that the, not that we don't condone it. Not that we not that we condone it. Okay, we do. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Terrence, what did you see this week? Yeah, um, what's the best thing you saw? Other than the Chargers' amazing draft, I saw some dude in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, chase a flock of geese on his bike, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> That's you just like try to grab him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He was just like chasing. It. He was videoing it too. It was so funny. Oh my god! Also, I'll, I'll, I, I know we already talked about it, but that Aaron Judge home run. The kids being interviewed. Look at, look at our king. Look at our king, Derek Rodriguez. Derek Rodriguez. I think that was on purpose. Those, they had to be like, let's combine Jeter that and Aaron. <laughs> like that had that name had to be. It's spelled the exact same. It has to be. Yeah, that. That's got it. The Derek spelt the same exact way. Like, there's no, no, oh, yeah, no way. But Tim, anything you saw that was special or fun that you saw? I didn't see week? anything. I uh, I played a pretty terrible round of golf. Probably my worst uh, round of the season. I shot a 49 on nine, but it was just I just could not tee off the ball. I just couldn't. I really could not. I just I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. But that it's pretty much my whole weekend. I mean, just yeah, a bad man. round of golf ruined my week. I mean, that was about that. Also, as I'm looking at it right now, I have ESPN on, and Marcus Spears is talking, uh, talking NFL. He has Jermaine Johnson as the best pass rusher of this rookie class, Tim. So just to get, just to give uh-huh. you, a, just to give you a, uh, yeah. All right, Thibodeau was two. There you and go. Hutchinson okay. was three. All right, let's wrap but it up. Yeah. What's, the, what's the fun fact of the day, Stan? Yeah. Fun fact of the day. Short, oh short and sweet. I'll try every single girl <laughs> named in the body this time. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We got a sports. We got it. We have a sports fun fact. This is the first time we have a sports one. Oh, sweet. Why is it called the Iron Bowl? 
The series is considered one of the best and most hard-hitting rivalries of all time as the rivalry was mainly played in Birmingham, Alabama for many years. The name comes from Birmingham's historic role in the steel industry. So that is why it's called the Iron Bowl. I can, also, I can't wait for college football. I can't wait to. I, I can't. It's going to be awesome. I can't yeah, wait to see what you, I can't wait to see what USC is going to be like with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams and yeah. them being the most overhyped team in the country. But that's just me. I can't wait to see Brian Kelly at LSU, him and the family. Like it's oh just going to yeah. I can't wait to see what's his face. Absolute choke it up at USC. Brian, Brian Kelly faking a Southern accent once again. That, had, that was the funniest shit ever, Terrence. So I, know, I know you're an Notre Dame fan, but like that was that was hysterical. No, that, that was so funny. Who's the albino? Who's gonna have a terrible year again? Oh, uh, Spencer Rattler. He's at South Carolina. Yeah, most humble guy I've ever met. Yeah, fuck him. But I can't wait. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. gosh, fuck Spencer <laughs> Rattler. This is an anti-Spencer Rattler podcast. Yeah, I for don't, real. I I don't like him. He did is, you did you see him on QB one? Yes, a douchebag on QB one. How do you blame receivers when you make bad throws? It blows my mind. So I'm, also, I'm I'm very excited to see Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame too. I think Notre Dame Me has too. turned it. I'm I'm I feel like Notre Dame has like turned into like this like lovable team now. Now that Brian Kelly like fucked them over, but yeah. I I I'm very excited to see what Marcus Freeman can do. Also, I just can't wait to shout out Brian Kelly. Him dancing <laughs> like the best shit ever. Him, All right, we can go. We can go on for hours. Dan- and- yeah. Okay, let's keep this for next episode. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it. All right. up here. So this is our last online episode for a while. We're we're back in person next week, and then they're going to paradise without me. But that's okay. But they're bringing their we'll stuff. Still, we'll, we'll still we'll still yeah. do a we'll do one online. Uh, and we'll be all in person an episode, and then we'll be in person yeah. until the fall. Hey. It's it's so much. I I know we have to do it, but I just hate this online shit so much. Yeah, like, I, I just don't like it. So uh, can't wait. We got a big interview. We got a big. We're doing the whole episode with uh, with Damon O'Keefe. We're gonna talk everything NBA, and we're doing it live from our high school as well. So it's home. It's a it's a big home. It's back, a big homecoming for us. Back to home country. Back to the promised back land. To, back <laughs> to the promised land. P P R H S. We're back. But anyway, we'll see you next week. Peace out.